the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Technology stocks are taking a real tumble on Wall Street, giving back some of their spectacular gains over the past several months and dragging down the rest of the market with them. The Dow at one point off over 700 points. A House committee subpoenas the head of the Postal Service over delivery delays. The House Oversight Committee has subpoenaed Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, seeking documents related to operational changes that have resulted in widespread mail delivery delays. The committee also wants information on the agency's plans for the November election. The Postal Service has been thrust into the election by President Donald Trump, who said he's withholding emergency money from the agency in order to make it more difficult for the service to process an expected record number of mail in ballots due to the coronavirus pandemic. Mike Gracia with that report. Also at townhall.com, President Trump will be traveling to Latrobe, Pennsylvania today for a campaign appearance this evening. Joe Biden will visit riot-torn Kenosha, Wisconsin, where the Democratic presidential hopeful says he wants to help heal a city. Biden will meet with Jacob Blake's family. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi facing harsh criticism in what many are calling a double standard. Speaker Pelosi said that she was told by eSalon that it could have one customer at a time inside its establishment. But San Francisco salons have been closed since the pandemic began and only allowed to begin providing services outdoors on Tuesday under the city's guidelines. Fox News obtained video footage showing Pelosi inside the establishment without a mask. The owner of eSalon told Fox News that she has independent stylists working for her who rent chairs in her salon and says she can't control what they do if they rent the chairs from her. Correspondent Bernie Bennett with that report. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 623 points now, and the NASDAQ is off 522. More on these stories at townhall.com. I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet. But I'll confess, my neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawn boy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, which are completely fabricated in my head, he has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. And at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Quick look at that Thursday forecast here on Freedom 1570. Breezy sunshine around 70 today. Clear low 50s tonight. Sunshine mid 70s for Friday around 80 on Saturday. Not bad for the first half of the Labor Day weekend. Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio coming up next. Mr. Black live here on Freedom 1570. You can get contact information on all of our programs through our program guide page found at freedom1570.com. Eric Metaxas believes a few opinions have been changed during the Republican National Convention. CNN allowed most of these amazing speeches to be aired by allowing these to be broadcast on CNN, which they don't normally do. Some people were uh, converted to the to the Trump side of things. The Eric Metaxas Show, Sunday mornings at 10 on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Where are we headed? Globalism? A new world order? A singular government power? If we yield over 
and decide that America is not unique, it's not special, it's not extraordinary. We no longer are the United States of America. We're just a piece of a bigger government. And what about prophecy? Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and yours truly, Eric Metaxas. The Messiah will not arrive on Air Force One. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024. Go to SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024. SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024 on demand. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And boy, as we approach the end of the week, we're going to bring our series that we've been covering this week uh, to a close. So this week we've been doing a series called State of the Union. Uh, you know, it's uh, kind of uh, metaphorical, analogous to what happens every year in January where the President of the United States gives a State of the Union address where he basically says where we're at right now uh, and kind of lays out a plan for going forward. And so what I thought I'd do is uh, since we're in an interesting time, kind of like the beginning of a year where people are kind of just closing up the last and kind of waiting for the new to begin, we're kind of the same thing with this COVID-19 uh fiasco. We're kind of a, somewhat in a holding pattern, wanting to move forward, ready to move forward, but still kind of in this uh, malaise, if you will, that kind of happens after Christmas time. And it's happened with the uh, last six months. We know why, because uh, some people need the economy shut down. Some people want our kids not at school. Some people want uh, th- people to be struggling because there's an election coming up. And one thing we learned 20 years ago from the University of Michigan study is that uh, angry people vote. So uh, our political process is all about pissing you off, excuse my language, because if you're upset, if you're angry, uh, then you're going to vote. So you got right now people working to get you as angry as possible uh, so you can vote. Uh, Sad, but reality. And so today, uh, the series uh, we're going to bring to a close uh, is uh, State of the Union. And we've been asking the three questions of clear vision. First question that we talked about on Tuesday was, uh, where are we now? Our starting point's really important. We've got to decide what our starting point is, even with the best GPS in the world. Uh, if you do not have a starting point, if it cannot locate where you're beginning, I don't care how clear your destination is, it cannot give you instructions to get there. The second question is, where are we going? So important. Uh, because uh, if you don't know where you're going, then any road will take you there. It's like a rudderless ship. It's like uh, que sera sera. Uh, when you have nowhere to be, uh, you can't be late, right? And so uh, success doesn't happen on ch- by chance. It's not an accident. Uh, it's a plan. You know, the old, what was it, the six Ps of the military? Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, proper preparation prevents piss-poor performance. And so... Today, we're going to ask the third question of clear uh, vision. What's it going to take to get there? What's it going to take to get there? And, you know, I always like to share a story. You know, this uh, this was years ago, probably in the 60s, 70s, you know, before we had GPS and all that. Had a guy that was a salesman. He was driving out to a uh, a pretty big farm out in the middle, of, uh, I think it was Nebraska, and uh, he uh, gets off the main road, and he has to drive like 20 miles on dirt roads through farming country, and there's, there's cornfields all on all sides of it. It all looks the same, I mean, for 20, 30, 40 miles. And it told him, you know, after being off-road for like five miles, 
You'll find a marker. Gave him some visual markers to see this. You'll see this, then you'll see this, and then you'll go past five square cornfields, uh, and then you'll make a right, and it's just two miles down the road. And so he had got to that point, and he was still driving and driving and driving, and he had realized that he had uh, lost. And so he turned around, figured he'd go back, but in turning around, he got turned around because it all looked alike. He wasn't sure did he make uh, three right turns, two right turns, did he make four, is he going the same direction he was. So really confused, and so now he's lost. He's got no phone. He's got no GPS. Uh, he, he's, he doesn't know what to do. So he figures he'll just keep driving around until he finds somebody. There's got to be somebody out somewhere. And so as he's driving along, he sees this, uh, this this dirt old farmer. The guy had to be in his 90s, 100 years old. Uh, you know, looked as simple as you can be. Uh, just had that big old long piece of straw hanging out of his mouth, kind of chewing on a cud, kind of leaning on a on a rake or fork, pitchfork, whatever it was, and just looking off in the distance. And, and the guy drove by him and figured, I'll find somebody else because he doesn't look like he's too with it. And uh, after a while, not seeing any bus, turned around and had to go back to that guy because he could find nobody else. So he pulls up, gets out of the car, and uh, walks up to this uh, this farmer. And uh, he's chewing his little cud like he has in his mouth, and he has this long old piece of hay stick out of his mouth, and he's just staring off into Neverland. And uh, now he's really worried, like, I just wasted my time. I should have kept going because this guy is, looks like he's not even here, not not too bright. And so he comes closer, and the, the farmer kind of looks him up and down, shoot on his cud, doesn't say much. And finally the, uh, the man says, uh, hey, uh, I'm lost. Uh, he started explaining, I was supposed to turn here and do this and do that. And that was, I don't know, about uh, 45 minutes ago. And I'm not sure where I'm at. And, you know, he's going on and the, the farm, farmer doesn't say a word, just looking at him and not sure if he can even talk. And, uh, finally, after a little bit of pause, the farmer says, well, where are you going? took him 10 minutes to say those three words <laughs> so uh the guy again kind of in a panic i don't know if you've been there before starts telling well i'm supposed to this and this and kind of explain the place and all that and the and the farmer's just confused not saying a word just look at him like with ultimate confusion and finally the guy figures you know i got this this name of this place the address written down on a piece of paper so he's digging through his pockets pulls it out finally has it shows it to the farmer the farmer takes about five minutes to read these these few simple little words. I mean, it should have taken them five seconds. And after reading these words and looking just for a couple minutes, the far, the guy's wondering, are you going to say anything? The farmer starts shaking his head. Starts shaking his head. And he goes, "What? what's wrong? What's wrong? And he looks up at him and says, well, son, you can't get to there from here. And why that is funny is because you can get to anywhere from anywhere. But it really ties into our point really well. See, you can know what your starting point is. You can know where you're going. But unless you figure out how you're going to get there, you can't get to there from here. See, there's two things when we're dealing with uh, goal setting, future pacing, whatever you want to call it. And the two terms are called mission and vision. Mission and vision. See, it's kind of like the, our government here. We have the Constitution. You have the Bill of Rights. You have the Declaration of Independence. You have the Magna Carta. You know, all separate documents that are, are, are supposed to be working in, in unison together. And we have the same thing in our life called the mission and a vision. And it's a statement. Now, there are two different statements, like the, like the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution or the, or the Constitution and the Bill of Rights or the, or the Bill of Rights and the Magna Carta. Those are all different documents. But they work together in the same thing with your mission and your vision. So your mission is usually written in the form of a statement. It's who you are. It's what you do. It's the quality in which you do it. Uh, it, it is your reason why. You know, Nietzsche said, he who has a why can bear almost any how. Now, your vision is different. Your vision is your details. It's the rungs of the ladder. It's the a series of goals. Again, going back to Nietzsche, who said, he who has a why can bear almost any how. Your mission is your why. Your vision is your how. 
if you know anything about right brain and left brain development, your left side of your brain uh, is the more uh, cognitive side, it's the verbal side, logical side, analytical side, linear side. But your right side of your brain uh, is your creative, emotive, those special endowments that make us human beings. So your mission uh, is your right side. Your vision is your left side. Your mission is your heart. Your vision is your hands and your feet. Your mission is the emotional side. And your vision is the logical side. And today, we're going to go into technically vision. Because your vision is the how, it's the details, it's the rungs of the ladder, it is the goal, series of goals that get you from where you are now to where you want to be. So I'm Mr. Black, you're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network, and today we're talking about how you're going to get there. We'll be back in three minutes. stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the Halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity Radio, Sunday mornings at 10, here on Freedom 1570. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And of course, you can call me Mr. Black. You just can't call in today. The phone lines are not open because I'm yapping. I got a lot to yap about today. There's a lot going on in the world. And, uh, you know, we got to figure out how to get there. You know, this week we've been doing a series uh, called The State of the Union. And we've been asking the three questions of a clear vision. Where are we now? Where are we going? And what will it take to get there and how long? And today we're going to cover the third question is what will it take to get there? And I'm going to tell you right now, no matter where you're going, what this world needs now. It's not love, sweet love, although it needs that too. But what the world needs now is each and every one of us functioning at our highest level. What America needs now 
uh, is each person uh, becoming the best possible person. What the world needs now is the lesson uh, that we can learn from understanding the message from the Chinese general. You know, there's a story that they found in some ancient tomb, a story about a Chinese general. And he had a noble cause. And that Chinese general wanted to save the world. He wanted to change the world. And so as he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his world, he, he came to the realization that his authority uh, is in his country. And so if he's going to truly change the world, he first would have to change his country since that's where he had his authority. So as he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his country, uh, he realized that he had to first start even closer home with his community since it was those in his community that he saw and could impact more so than others. So he sat down to figure out how he's going to change his community. As he sat down to figure out how he's going to change his community, he realized that his family was the role model. They were the examples. They were looked up to. They were, they were the guiding force, if you will, of that community. And so he realized that if he's going to do that change that he wants to do, that he must first start with his family since they are the pillars of said community. And so now with his new task, his new focus, his new mission, that he was going to now work on changing his family as he sat down to contemplate, to ride out, to strategize, he came to the dawning realization that the only person that he could truly change was himself. Yes, I'm going to quote Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror. And that was changed everything once he realized that. Because he realized that once he changed himself, that would inspire change in his family. And the change in his family would then impact the change in his community. And the change in his community would be the beginning parts of the change is an entire country. And that, ladies and gentlemen, just might change the world. I mean, think about this. For the last roughly 200 years, maybe 240, I don't know, maybe, but probably more like 200, a majority of the world has wanted to be like America. And yet somehow over the last dozen to 20 years, we've been wanting to be like the rest of the world. Interesting shift. But let's bring this now back locally from the global. What about you? Are you running around wanting to live your life like everybody else? Thinking you're doing the right thing by marching with Black Lives Matter? Thinking that you're, uh, you know, woke and so much better than everybody else because you're buying in the lies, the deceptions of the devil in this world? Pitting people against people based on skin color and sexuality? Who cares what bathroom you use? That's between you and God. Who cares who you share your bed with? That's between you and God. Who cares what the outside color of your skin is? It's just a DNA marker. What matters is when you stand before God, how's your conscience going to be? When he asks you, what did you do with him? When he asks you, what did you do? See, this is where we got to start. This is how we get to where we're going. We start with the lowest common denominator. We start with ourselves. See, I believe in keeping it simple, soldier. The enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And boy, it's a confusing time out there, isn't it? Really confusing. There's a saying out there that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, I can tell you right now, I believe there's a lot of good intention people out there doing some bad things. I believe there's a lot of good intention people out there marching marching with these Black Lives Matter and thinking they're doing stuff with this critical race theory, and they are destroying this country. They are creating a race war. They are pitting people against it. I'm sure most of them don't mean to. Now, some of them do. Some of them are very clear on what they're doing. But a lot of people are being played, player. You're being played. You can have all the goodest, uh, goodest, that's great, all the best intentions in the world. Uh, but homie, don't play that because it's going down a long, dark path. And so under the pattern of success, you got to keep it simple. You don't need no 21 things to do this. You don't need no 15, just three things to be your dreams. And I talk about it, want it, create it, live it. Remember, want it. Don't ever approach the throne of your goals because when you talk about mission, vision, you talk about creating outcomes. You're talking about beginning with the end in mind. You're talking about goal setting, goal getting, 
It's what I do. It's what I've been doing for 30 years. Go to likeitmatters.net. You can read about it. This is why I get to be on the radio. Because of the fruit. I have fruit in my life of 15,000 people's lives I've changed plus. I'm talking about directly. Who knows how many indirectly. So because of that fruit, not because of my opinion, not because I'm a short, fat, white guy, not because I got white privilege, I missed that line, not because I have any money, I have none. You know why I get to do what I get to do? Because I got fruit. Because I made an impact. That's why I don't need anybody else to define me. I don't, I don't, you can call me a white supremacist. You can call me a racist. You can call me a big guy. It's not who I am at all. You don't get to define me. And that's why I tell you guys, don't let anybody else define you. You define yourself. God defines you. Your fruit defines you. You follow the fruit to the root. And the root is where it all is. Because that tells you what you got. And so you got to know the three steps to become your dreams. You got to want it. If you're going to become your dreams, you're going to uh, live outside yourself. If you're going to be the best possible version of yourself, you got to have desire. That's what want is about desire. It's about creative discontent. And then once you know what that is, then you got to create it. And Dr. Covey said you got to begin with the end of mind. In other words, project yourself in the future, see yourself accomplishing your mission, and then take a peek. See, your mission statement is technically the best possible you way out in the future, but written as if it's true today. And because we have bad eyesight as we get older, because the, the cornea or retina, whatever it is, doesn't let in as much light, it's not as clearly focused, we got to get closer to things to see them. So the best possible you is way out there in the future, you living your full potential, then you've got to do what Covey says and begin with the end in mind. Get out of the now and project yourself in the future. Stand right next to that future you, just like Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future. And what does that new you look like? What does that incredible you sound like? What does that incredible you feel like? So you got to get right next to that you in the future and define it. Why? Because those are things that are real that we can see, things that are real that we can touch, things that are real that we can feel, things that are real we can smell, we can taste. Got my point? That's what Created's about. And then you'll realize that things look different from the finish line than they do from the beginning line. And then you start filling them in the, in the gaps. It's kind of like a, a bridge that you're building from one side to the other. Sometimes you build on one side, and then you go to the other side, you start building, and then you kind of meet in the middle. That's what you do with goal setting as well. You've got to build it. And that's what the third step is. I told you, want it, create it. The third step is live it. See, after you've created, after you begin with the end in mind, after you know what it looks like, sounds like, feels like you living your full potential, then you go back to the now. You go back to the beginning. Where you're at right now. And now you live it. You start plotting it. See, the only way you can get from where you are now to the future is you have this invisible ladder. You have these stepping stones. There, it's a pathway. That's what vision is. It's a series of goals that when you connect those goals or connect those dots, you go from where you are now to where you want to be. And so the live it's all about power equals action. It's a mathematical equation. Action equals power. You can have all the dreams in the world. If you don't take action, they die. You've got to take a step every single day. I think it was Leo Sue that said, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, and then somebody else added the addendum and a roadmap. And they're both right. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step and a roadmap. Your vision is your roadmap. It's a series of goals that get you from where you are now to where you want to be. And each one of those goals needs to have three things, three parts to each one of these goals, each one of these vision steps. Number one, what do you want to accomplish? Be specific. Number two, what resources are needed to accomplish this goal? Everything, money, people, materials. And number three, what is the exact time frame in which this will be accomplished? In other words, when will it be finished? Those are the three pieces that you need to have on that. Very critical. And when I do counseling, when I work with people, I always ask this question when they get stuck because sometimes we get stuck. Stuck is helpless and hopeless. Stuck is you don't have the answer. Stuck is you're confused. And when I'm counseling someone, whether I'm dealing with PTSD or trauma, drama, rape, molestation, abuse, a traumatic experience, fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment, I have them first define what they want. 
And sometimes that's really hard. It could take four, five, six sessions because they're so focused on what they don't want. And then the key question is this. What's keeping you from doing that now? What's holding you back? What's stopping you? And that's the key. That's the key. Because there's some reason that you're not going from point A to point B. There's some reason that you're not stepping through that pain and confusion. And there's something that's holding you back. And we're going to talk about that. Because you're going to have all the best goals in the world. A lot of people make goals, they don't accomplish them. A few of those, write them down, and still they don't accomplish them. Why? Because there's things impeding us, things holding us back. After the break, we'll go into some of that, what that might be. I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Today, we're talking about setting some goals and how do you get there. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your student's first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. In a lawsuit, a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage over and above the limits of your auto and home policies. And it's affordable. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And if you miss any of this radio show, you need to listen to the whole thing. I made a conscious choice, and much to the chagrin of my uh, my supporters, my sponsors at Salem, they said, you know, told me, uh, you basically do keep short. People don't listen a whole hour. Um, I, I approached it differently. I'm saying I'm not going to do the same show four times in an hour program. Each segment just recap the same show. Uh, I believe that you're smart in that. Uh, I believe that you people uh, play down to each other and people learn at a lower level if you lower the bar. And so I believe in raising the bar. So uh, this is an entire 58-minute show. 
uh, and you really miss by not listening to the whole time. And I think it's about 48 minutes of content. So go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and listen live. I mean, sorry, listen uh, uh, on a replay. You can listen at your own leisure. And the cool thing is you can go on uh, Freedom 1570's website, and you can live stream anywhere in the world on this radio show. It's every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. we got listeners uh, in all over the world, in Russia and China. We've got a huge graduate uh, listing base in Sao Paulo, Brazil, Nivaldo and all the team. They actually made little coffee cups uh, that they drink coffee and listen to my radio show. It's pretty cool. But you can listen to it on the website if you miss any of it. So if you miss any of this show, you got to go back and listen to it at your own leisure, likeitmattersradio.com. Because today we're talking about how to get there. You know, we've been doing a series, uh, Where Are We Now? Where Are We Going? What Will It Take to Get There and How Long? And today we're focusing on the last segment of this four-part series, which is How Do We Get There? Now, this is where I'm going to go a little bit off script because as I'm putting all this together and I'm helping people, you know, set goals and all that, what happens in my classes, what happens when I'm counseling, uh, if we can come up with what's called a stopper. So if someone's dealing with molestation or abuse or they've been raped or they're having PTSD, you know, all the goal setting and goal getting in the world won't matter uh, because when you don't want to live anymore, uh, it's kind of hard to have goals. See, goals are all future-paced. See, that's, you got to look up. you got to look forward. But the problem is there's a lot of people struggling with helplessness and hopelessness. So that's what's stopping them. Before the break, I posed this question. Since you, once you part, put together your goals and your vision steps, uh, I'm going to ask you a question. So what's holding you back? <clears throat> Excuse me. What's stopping you? And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of stoppers out there. Because if you're depressed, if you're in a funk, if you have no reason to get out of bed, You're not going to be working for a better tomorrow because you don't believe there is a tomorrow. And you don't, if there is one, you don't believe it's better. The definition of insanity is helpless. I'm sorry, definition of insanity. The definition of depression is helpless and hopeless. Remember, there's three R's to survival. Resent, regret, and resist. All three of those require a rear focus. But when people leave my training, when people are hopeful, they said, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. I'm looking forward to starting school up next month. I'm looking forward to Monday at the office. Don't you hear what I'm saying? It's a forward looking because that's where hope lives. Hope lives in tomorrow. Hope lives in 10 minutes from now. Hope means that my situation, no matter if it's good or bad right now, can be better tomorrow. And conversely, helpless, hopeless depression means that my life sucks today. And tomorrow will be no better. I saw a study that since the pandemic, one out of four young people, 25 or younger, are having suicidal thoughts. 25%. How about this one? U.S. divorce rates skyrocket amid COVID-19. 35% increase just in the last six months. And see, that's what helpless and hopeless is and suicide, depression. I was reading this article about this popular TV weather host, Kelly Plasker, uh, on Facebook. You know, her, I guess her son died a couple years ago, took his life. And she would uh, she used Facebook as a confessional. I don't do social media. I'll just LinkedIn. That's all I do. So, by the way, if you're on LinkedIn, reach out to me. I'd love to connect with you. So uh, this article says Kelly Plasker died by suicide, according to her news station, with a weather reporter from Northwest Texas making a heartbreaking confession on Facebook. This woman, beautiful, beautiful, young. I think she said she's uh, 42 years old. Uh, just beautiful. Says a uh, New York Post reports in her last Facebook post Sunday morning, the 42 year old reporter shared a final confession for the sins I'm responsible for. See, this is why you got to clean up your past. This is why what I do is so important. This is why you should go to likeitmatters.net and check me out. This is why you should donate to our 501c3. Instead of donating to Black Lives Matter, which all that money goes into Act Blue, which funds Democratic candidates, instead of even donating to Trump, he'll have money, or or Joe Biden. Remember Hollywood, all of them are giving Joe Biden all their money. He raised almost a half a billion dollars last month. There's money coming out of their butt. They don't need your money. I need your money. 
And let me tell you why, because I help people stay alive. I help people be hopeful. Because here's what I want to tell you. So what's going on with this woman? Why did she take her life? So on Facebook, she uh, shared this confession for the sins, quote, I am responsible for. She said detailing how a teacher in high school allegedly groomed and abused her over the course of a one-year relationship. So she's a teenager, uh, 17 years old, having an ongoing physical, intimate relationship with a teacher who's much older. And she said, quote, he was supposed to be somebody looking out for me. But instead of looking out for me, he looked at me in ways that men should not look at children. Although today's world, it seems to be okay. Today's world, it seems to be the progressives and all that saying it's just lifestyle choice. No, it's not. It's sick. It's perverted. It's wrong. And she wrote about a former band instructor at her school, adding that her brain is broken. Sad. Kelly, this is what they said about Kelly, her work. Kelly was that spunky weather girl every Saturday and Sunday morning on News Channel 11. What you couldn't see, and she's beautiful, by the way, sparkly, beautiful, positive to everybody. She said, quote, what you couldn't see on TV was a broken heart. This friend recalled, I remember one, one day two years ago when she and I sat and talked at the studio, and she told me her world will never be the same. She said uh, uh, her, her son, 19 years old, two weeks from turning 20, was when her son, Thomas, took his life. Her colleague said the news personality had been struggling to comprehend why her son took his own life and used social media in her grief to reach out to others. Now this weekend, she said our sweet Kelly took her own life. A cry for help that she made very public on her Facebook page. But there were many other times that Kelly used Facebook in an effort to help other people avoiding, uh, avoid suicide. And this is what she put, quote, uh, her friend put this down. Kelly Plasker had a smile. As big as Texas and a heart of gold. She loved big and hurt deeply. Her heart was broken from the suicide death of her son Thomas and then her father's son death just two months later. Her grief was a daily struggle, but she put on that smile and persevered. If any of you are struggling, please, please, please talk to someone. There are so many broken hearts today. And the page reads, This GoFundMe has been set up for Kelly Plasker's children, Bailey and Spencer. If you had the privilege to know her, you know how much her kids meant to her and that they were her whole world. And see, that's the problem. How do you set goals when you're dead inside? How do you set goals when you don't know when you're going to be able to get out of your house? How do you set goals when you hear this hatefulness in the media? Ladies and gentlemen, right now we got to deal with the environment. You know, Dr. Bruce Lipton wrote a great book years ago called The Biology of Belief. Highly recommended, bestseller. And in it, he says that we've always believed that the nucleus drove the cell. But he said we're wrong. It's not true at all. You can read about it. It's called epigenetics, EPI genetics, epigenetics. He said what we realized is that the cell membrane drives the cell. And so then he goes on with this powerful quote. It's a mic drop quote. Listen carefully. He said, so technically, we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. That's a mic drop. We're all driven by our environment. And the two biggest environments that we live in is our culture. In other words, in the country we live in, our community, our home, that type of uh, environment. And the second one is our thoughts, our mind. We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And in people's mind, it's either heaven or hell, and most time it's hell. If other people said and did to us what we say and do to ourselves, we'd never tolerate it. We'd never put up with that abuse. And yet we abuse ourselves so much. Thinking is talking to yourself. And boy, it's 50 million Americans struggle with depression. And a majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. And what causes our situational depression is our self-talk. That's why you got to be on this radio show for an hour a day. That's why you got to reach out and call me. I'll help you. I don't care what kind of money you have. I'm a terrible businessman. God told me a long time ago, see a need, meet a need. See, we're on this drama triangle. It's an inverted triangle. There's victim at the bottom. To the left is persecutor. To the right is rescuer. And they're all entry levels are at the victim. And here's the problem with what's going on. All you people that think you're doing something good by making all black people victims and by making all white people persecutors, you know what you're doing? After a while, when a, a, a victim, after a while, when they get tired of being a victim, they become a persecutor. 
And so now the victim becomes the victimizer. And with the world war setting in, that now it's okay for black people to attack white people, to, to have anger and revenge. They can destroy things. Why? Because they're a poor victim, and white people are poor, mean aggressors, persecutors. And what you're doing is you're creating a race war. What you're doing is you're now creating an environment for people of color to go out and take out retribution on people of non-color. And it is getting worse and worse. We are in a race war because some of you think you're doing good, but you're creating an environment that is not healthy. It's not healthy. We got to realize that our actions have consequences, and those consequences affect everybody in our environment. We're going deep. It's real. We're not playing games. No surface dwellers on this radio show. So I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network today. We're talking about how to get there and what's stopping us. We'll be back in three minutes. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing the big debate of whether to use passive or active investment strategies. It seems easy to simply pick an index fund and ride the market up and down, but is it right for you? If stocks are volatile or downward trending, should you be concerned about where your money is invested? Alan Mike will tell you when and why to use both strategies. Tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570, or call them now at 855-231-6010. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. I want you to know our next Leadership Awakening class, uh, we're only doing them in Dallas right now because we're still a free state. And even with the Abbott, the stupid little mask rule, uh, we pretty much, uh, we, we, we do, well, this will be our third class that we're doing during COVID-19. So I have a class uh, uh, September 24th through 26th. Thursday, you need to make sure your plane lands in Dallas-Fort Worth by 3 p.m. Uh, you come to our hotel, 48 hours later, you can fly away at 7 p.m. or later. I guarantee you two and a half days that will change your life. 
you will be empowered. You'll be inspired. You'll be on fire to go out no matter what your environment's like. And burn, baby, burn. Because that's what we need. We need people on fire. Because right now, uh, our cities are on fire. Right now, the environment, uh, setting goals and future pacing and planning weddings and families, all that second, I mean, we don't even know what our country's going to look like. See, what I do is I take the sciences. I take the disciplines of psychology, transactional analysis, neurolinguistic programming, a cognitive behavioral therapy, emotional intelligence, logotherapy, multiple intelligence, uh, and I, I, I wrap them up in leadership principles, psychology, biology, physiology, how your unconscious brain works, how your left-right brain works, and then because I'm a man of God, I wrap it in a little scripture. That's what this show is about. And there's nothing else out there like it. And as good as this radio show is, nothing can replace 48 hours uh, in the world of Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening. So uh, go to uh, likeitmatters.net. You can read about it. We keep them small. Our target class size during COVID is eight people. I think I got uh, three spots available. I got five people in there, three spots available. Check it out. promise you your life will never be the same. See, we're dealing with the drama triangle in America. Uh, it's an upside-down inverted pyramid, uh, triangle. Uh, you can uh, Google uh, drama triangle, Stephen Cartman with a K, K-A-R-P-M-A-N, 40-page book, highly recommend it. See, this way, I need to wake some of you up. All you woke people out there, you're, you're not woke. You're lying to yourself. All you people who think you're somehow evolved and see the truth, you are laying a foundation for rapidly decreasing relationship between many people of color and those of us who are melanin-challenged. By making all black people victims and all white people persecutors, you are creating a raging gulf of bitterness, resentment, and retribution. And after a while, because I'm a counselor, many victims become persecutors. The victim becomes the victimizer. And then, with the situation we're in now, and then when white people are getting attacked by black people, just because they are randomly white, be careful because you know what comes then? Then comes the rise of the white persecutors. And uh, enrollment in KKK and white nationalist things go up. Just like Black Lives Matter is the most racial group you could ever imagine. It's all about racism. It's not about Black Lives Matter. Of course Black Lives Matter. It's about Black Lives Better. Like like uh, Beyonce says, black is king. Like a lot of these people on LinkedIn, these black people that just rip your throat off if you say anything. Uh, black is legend. No. Uh, Martin Luther King was never about making one colored skin better than others. Equality, not superiority. Equality. And if you don't believe me, this is what's happening. You just don't hear about it. Boy, if a black person gets killed by a cop or a white person, it's all over the news. Cities burn. But you hear a lot of these that you never read about. This is from the Western Journal from yesterday. Man accused of sick AutoZone employee stabbing allegedly said he felt the need to find a white man to kill. A man was brutally stabbed simply because of the color of his skin, but there's been no media-fueled national outrage, nor has the attacker become a household name. Of course not, because it doesn't feed the narrative that the left wants you to have to be hateful. The reason is that the assault was allegedly perpetrated by Javon Hatchett, a 19-year-old black man who is now facing charges of aggravated assault and possession of a weapon. The motive for the brutal attack, police said Hatchett told investigators... With a smile on his face, by the way, he felt the need to find a white man to kill. Javon Hatchett stabbed AutoZone employees seven times after watching Facebook videos of police shootings. Isn't that great? Hatchett smiles, telling the detective he chose the white man at random and stabbed him in the neck. The victim's critically and traumatized by the attack, according to court testimony. Police said the worker who wasn't identified was in critical condition. Uh, and uh, the guy just left it uh, all because he's white. Where's LeBron James? I, I wonder uh, if LeBron James, the NBA, is going to take a knee for this guy. I want, of course not. So I'm saying, all you guys that think you're helping out, you are feeding racism. And maybe it's because you're racist, and so you think other people are racist. Maybe you grew up around racist people. Or how about this one? This was uh, off of uh, Twitchy. Woke anti-racism is child abuse. Man details have it. The soul-destroying American skin game is reeking. So this guy is white. He's married to a black woman. 
and they got two biracial kids. So he says woke anti-racism is child abuse. He says he's living in hell. He said uh, he's living the antithesis of Thomas Shatz, uh, uh, what is it? Shatwell's self-portrait in black and white. The guy goes on to say, hey, I'm white, my wife's black. When we met, we saw each other's race, but we didn't think that was the most interesting thing about us. We foolishly thought our children would be part of a post-racial future, right? Then came Trump. And by the way, he's not blaming Trump, but just Trump came in. And then the media had to make this whole racist thing. Why? Because the media is scared to death. If black people don't vote Democrat 95% of the time, Democrats can't win. And now, like, 30% of black people are now leaning towards the Republican Party. Unheard of. They're freaking out. They've got to make feed this race war. they got to make black people hate white people, hate Trump, believe that he's a racist. This anger is the only way to get Joe Biden elected. Some of you don't get it. It's not a game. It's real what's going on. So then Trump came. I decided I should try to learn more about my fellow citizens who I now realize were completely opaque to me. In contrast, my wife decided she was at war with an immutable white supremacist America. So now she started listening and believing this. My wife began to read authors like Nicole Hannah-Jones and Michael Harriot. She had a racial awakening concluding that she had been inauthentically black all her life. So now she wasn't black enough. Now because she's reading all this stuff, feeling shameful and guilty, kind of like uh, Kaepernick, right? Uh, I mean, he was, I didn't know he was colored, but he was raised, he was adopted by white people, gave him everything he could ever want. So same thing with Colin Kaepernick. He, uh, he wasn't adequately black. So my wife came to think in her mind, trained in exclusive private schools and in two Ivy League institutions. She has a BA and a PhD that she had been colonized. She's come to think that she owes her success to being the right kind of black woman, an inauthentic and white-acting black woman who is non-threatening to white spaces, most disturbing. She's reinterpreted her five decades of life. She's 50 years old, in which she only ever had one very mild story of microaggression as a history of brutal, grinding racial oppression. So deep beneath her inauthentic, quote, white acculturization is an oppressed black woman struggling for freedom. This is what this is feeding. This is what racial grievance uh, are are pushing. This is what Black Lives Matter is all about. This is what all these liberals want you to believe. So they've rewired this woman's brain. Now, his wife goes, my wife is teaching our children that America hates them and wants to kill them because they're black. Isn't that stunning? And not hand it down. So now she's teaching her kids this. So he says, first story, she regularly explains to our kids that the police want to kill black people. Our kids are biracial. Blacks are people police like to kill and always have been. They will keep using the pretext that they get scared when unarmed black people reach into cars like Jacob Blake or still police tasers like Richard Brooks, as long as using that pretext allows them to keep killing black people with impunity. That's what she told our children. She told her kids that Kyle Rittenhouse, like so many whites, hates black people and wants to kill black people. So he went to a BLM protest and opened fire. When I asked in a neutral way why she thought Rittenhouse had shot those people, she became upset and stormed out of the house not to return for three hours. The obvious answer that Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, any probing beyond this self-evident axiom is too triggering to indulge. And by the way, the guy goes on to say, I have no defense of Rittenhouse, a confused, stupid kid whose foolish and apparent criminal behavior led to his needless killing of two people. And by the way, the two people killed, he said, were white. They weren't even black. And she said, we drove by a poster that said Ahmad with a picture of Arbery. Daughter said, who's that? And the wife said, that's a black man who was killed. And the seven-year-old daughter, now reprogrammed, trained to think this way, that white people hate her, want to kill her. She, the, this, the seven-year-old said this, oh, So they killed him because they hate black people. See, ladies and gentlemen, we got to stop this. Stand up to the racist of Black Lives Matter. All lives matter, including black lives. All of them do. Don't give in to this hatred. Don't make black people victims. And don't make white people criminals. Now, there are bad people of color and bad white people. Of course there are. Racism has no skin color. Like Dr. King said, hate cannot drive out hate. Racism cannot drive out racism. Until we get this out of the way, we can never be the individuals or the the country we're supposed to be. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled, as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com and promo code MINNEAPOLIS to save 20% on Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. SalemNow.com, promo code MINNEAPOLIS.